Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. (laughs) Hello, I'm Grace. (laughs) And this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s which is also known as The Best Times. To all of our first-time listeners, welcome. And to all of our former besties returning, welcome back. David, you sounded so beautiful when you You know, somebody, someone... um, Someone told you that you sound beautiful when you sing. (laughs) (laughs) Someone recently was just like, hello, and was mocking that, you know, that's how we always start. So I thought I'd switch it up this week. I'm probably going to go back to normal next week. One week, we should do something totally different and just shock everybody. We're going to think on it, and you guys are just going to have to wait and see if it comes. We're going to do a totally (laughs) different intro and throw everybody off. I think if that doesn't make you tune in next week, I don't know what will. We could do it next week. Wait, no, We're not going to confirm. We have a guest next week. That's why I paused. We have a guest next week as of now. Guys, sometimes people cancel on us, so we never want to jinx it. (laughs) Sometimes people say yes and just then don't respond. So we don't want to jinx it, but we're supposed to have a guest. Guys, I can't hear a thing. Cora just unplugged my headset. (laughs) Do, 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 do. Oh my God, that's so much better. I'm so sorry, you guys. Cora, my dog Cora was on my lap and then she wanted to get down. So I put her down and her leg was around the, she pulled out my headset. Anyway, all you missed was I was saying that, you know, we don't want to jinx it because sometimes guests cancel on us and sometimes they leave us on red. Yeah. To say that that happens, we're not going to, we won't name names. It just really hurts us whenever someone will say yes. (laughs) Just never respond again. But it's this fine. hasn't We're happened on. too many times. Yeah, we've been very lucky and we've loved having, we've, I feel like we've become, well, we think we're friends with our guests, but the, yeah. the, there's a few that have done this to us. And um, like I said, yes, like some like correspondence back and forth. We even mm-hmm. pick a date and time and then just mm-hmm. nothing. So anyway, so, we should have a guest yeah. next week. We do have a date and time for this one. So yeah, we do. And so I think, I think it's kind of fun if we don't tell people when we're going to mix up the intro. Yeah. Okay. They're all going to be, they're all so excited. <laughs> so excited. Oh. oh. Congratulations so how- on the Super Bowl happening. Oh, the Super Bowl. The, you know what? The best thing about that day was that it was David's birthday. It was my birthday. It was his birthday on Sunday, the same day as the Super Bowl. Did you have a fun day? I did. Yeah, it was good. Went good. to brunch. It's really all you can do. That's really about it. And that was about it. Pandemic birthdays are, there's something else. Everybody's going to get a redo. I feel like if you had a birthday in, in the pandemic, Which, it like doesn't count. As of next month, everybody will have had everybody a birthday. Everybody will have. We, we, all, we all get a redo. My coworker said she's actually the age below the age she turned last year because she was like, that year didn't count. We all get that a year sense. back. Yeah. Great, so great. You can pick whatever age you want at this point. Oh, I love that. I love it. But, you know, if anybody watched the Super Bowl, I'll say a little bit about it. What a bummer. I mean, it was just an odd game. I was rooting for the Chiefs. I love Andy Reid. I love Patrick Mahomes. And they just uh, wasn't their day. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. There was a streaker though. Somebody ran onto I the heard, field. I did okay. I only watched the halftime show. I didn't watch a single commercial or any of the game. Um, but you, I you would have gotten online. too stressed. <laughs> you guys, David. Just, David gets really stressed I during have football. To I have to mm-hmm. step away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're for the so greater happy. good. We're so happy for Giselle. Um, <laughs> I did see online that the streaker got arrested. Oh, I'm sure. I'm pretty. I think. And then the got second- out of jail, and then went to a strip club. Wow, I didn't hear that part. I'm pretty sure the second somebody steps onto the field, they're just automatically going to be arrested. At least he wasn't like full on. No, but they. Dude. So when it happened live, they t- they do not continue to follow that person with the camera because that kind of gives them the attention that they want and they don't sure. want to promote it. But of course people at the game had the footage and oh my God, when there were two secure, it looks like not security guards, maybe they were just around the field, but they tried to tackle him and they couldn't get him. And then this guy in a white shirt comes running in from the side and like slammed into him. Oh and then God. they just, they just pounced. Everybody was on him. It was pretty funny, but um. Definitely that was the most exciting part of the game. It was it was a snooze fest, but we had some mm. fun snacks. You know, I felt I felt I felt okay because it was your birthday. So thank you for That's that. That's so nice. Um thank you for <laughs> the million posts. What do you mean? I said thank you. Oh no, I think I, I only posted like one once. Oh, I'm pretty sure I had at least <laughs> at least 15 notifications. Tim came in because I was just in bed for like two, three hours that morning. <laughs> And he came in and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm planning David's birthday post. What do you want? Like, I was like, kind of snappy about it. But I had like a whole, I had them saved in my phone in the order I wanted to post them. But then, my favorite you know, part was I saw I saw the first one and then I saw uh-huh. that it wasn't a full thought. So I was like, oh, there's going to be a second one. I know. I just, you know, I thought to myself, people are going to be annoyed at me, but I don't care. Your birthday is once a year. I really appreciated it. I'm really glad. I mean, and I also I called David right when this happened. <laughs> I, my, <laughs> I put up the most one of my favorite photos of him when he was little, and I think it's a soccer photo. But anyway, I posted that picture. It was probably like the second or third one in there, and I was like, "Happy birthday!" And I, <laughs> I put, you know how on Instagram you can put the little like music in. So I put, I went and I searched "Happy Birthday" and I wanted the Stevie Wonder song. And I went and like, right when it previewed, it was like the main part of the song where he's saying happy birthday and I put it on there, but something happened. Again, I had a lot of posts that day. I couldn't really keep track, but something happened and it posted with the wrong part of the Stevie Wonder. It was literally just some music. There wasn't even many words at this part of the song. (laughs) And I called David. I was like, I don't know how this happened, but (laughs) something was bound to go wrong if I've posts you know and people could see that it was a happy birthday song and i feel like i was hoping yeah i I doubt anyone actually stopped long enough to realize it i know but i of course i reposted it with the actual part because like a separate one duh oh but what a day i'm so glad you had a nice birthday despite thank you all being horrible you know it was fine um Speaking of the Super Bowl, we made a comment on one of Britney Spears' uh, Instagrams about- Blowing up. We all remember when Britney was on the Super Bowl halftime show. Duh. And you guys, whenever I last looked, the our comment was at 3,000 likes. We have 800 and something followers. Can these people come on over? If all 3,000 of them just came on over and followed us, I mean- 
We would be so appreciative. We did get a few from that. And also, I haven't checked it recently. Let's see if it's gone up. And of course, you guys, we will get into some of the free Britney, everything that's going on. Yeah, this fair warning. We always start off, you know, with a little bit of joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. This episode's not going to be the happiest because of the free Britney thing and another bit of news that we will discuss. But, you know, it's okay because news is news and sometimes it's not always great. Amen. And you guys, I'm also, some other bad news, I'm having to sit with the heating pad right now. Uh, She broke Uh. her bum. She broke her bum. (laughs) No, I just pulled a muscle in my lower back, which what else is new? My dad has had a bad back his whole life. So I actually called my dad this morning and I said, hey, just so you know, this is your fault. And he goes, what? I, I didn't do anything to possibly pull my back out, but it happened. And I just, I'm sitting with a heating pad. I, I made sure to show David before we started, not that it would do anything. Um, well, thoughts, thoughts and prayers for your back. But I also love blaming parents for anything health related. Oh my God. I mean, it, it's in the exam. My dad's lower back, he had to have surgery on it a co- like years ago, oh. but it's always kind of been problematic. And I actually told him on the phone, I said, um, I told him if I, God forbid, have to have surgery, I told him I would sue. I would sue him. You're suing your dad. Yeah, I would sue him. I would, you know, fight for all of my rights. Isn't he like helping pay for the wedding? We shouldn't upset him. He did this to me. And we'll get into that in 2022. But it hurts now. It hurts. What hurts the most? Didn't we sing that last week? Anyway, okay. shout out to Rascal Flatts. We're going to have to cut all of so much random stuff. <laughs> we love Rascal Flats. <laughs> I saw them in concert once, twice actually, kind of one, and then at the CMA Music Festival when I was in the sixth grade. That is so, so like not exciting. a full Rascal Flats concert, but they did a few songs. It's <laughs> so exciting. This episode's yeah. not about Rascal Flats, you guys, but uh, uh, man, um, do they have good music. They have great music. Other than your birthday, did you get up to anything fun this week? The answer can be no, because, you know, we're still here. No. Okay, 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 okay. Riveting, riveting, riveting. I'm trying to think if I watch... Oh, we watched um, the movie Palm Springs. Oh, I loved night. that movie. So good. My, uh, You know Lizzie. Yeah. We know that I work with. We love Lizzie. McGuire. My friend Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. Oh, God, her too. But my friend Lizzie... Her roommate worked on that movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this is the one we have to watch it. It was funny. It was really, it I thought it was some, hilarious. like good emotional parts too. We because loved it. I, I do feel like that genre is overdone with the whole dying or like waking up and it's the same day over, but they had a good spin on it. They did. They did. If you guys haven't seen it, it's not, it's not new, but it's not old It's either. like a few months maybe. Yeah. Um, not at all 90s through 2000s related, but we also watched that. It's I think it's called The Nightcrawler on Netflix. It's oh, about I've that seen serial that, killer. I've seen that pop up a lot, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So we, Tim had heard a bunch about it from like his coworkers that it was really well done. And I'm always a sucker for any sort of like documentary. Yeah. And it was so interesting. This guy was crazy. 
And I mean, it was many years. I think it was in the 80s. Was it in the 80s or the 90s? But anyway, he, they, he was nicknamed like the Nightcrawler. He just went around killing everybody. Oh, wow. Left and right. He was killing, killing, killing. Sir, you can't. Sir, you cannot do Sir, that. Sir, he's dead now, but. Oh, so he learned he can't do that. Yeah, no, he learned. He was caught. It's not a spoiler. I mean, you could just Google it. It's a real story. Wow. Um, oh, you know what? Something did. Ha- this is not exciting at all. Well, it's kind of exciting. I was driving the other day in LA because mm-hmm. we live here. Right, 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 right. And, you know, how long have you been here? Six years? Uh, I've been on the Zoom call for about like 10, 15 minutes. No, like living in LA. Oh, six or I don't, I can't do math very well. I think seven, maybe eight. Matter. It's I've been here time. about six and a half years. I think it's I either seven get, or eight for me. I still get very excited whenever I see any kind of filming going on. Oh, yeah. So I was going, and there's this whole neighborhood. So naturally, I drove around it, and it was just set up like the 50s, just cars wow. lined up on like two blocks, like to be the traffic driving by. Then oh, I Googled wow. it, and apparently, they were filming a new Christian Bale and Margot Robbie movie. Oh, uh, did you see Margot? I didn't, but I think I saw, I, I saw their trailers. Okay, so they were nearby. They were nearby. And there oh was security. God. The security was like waving me to keep driving because my car probably didn't fit in with the other cars. That is so rude of them. They should have known it was you reporting live from the set with Margot and <laughs> Christian Bale. Oh, I love Margot Robbie so much. I do too. That would have been a great celeb spotting. Well, we can't wait for the movie. Oh my <laughs> if God, you guys we're need so us excited. to promote it, we're welcome. <laughs> I would love to promote the movie. But nothing else happened this week. My God, nothing else happened. I mean, it's, it's February. It's it's February. We're we're thriving, and we're going to move on to some news. Do we have news? I I know, like we do. So I feel like we're going to go in depth on the Britney documentary. Yes, but some also very upsetting news came out actually this morning. Oh, do we have any happy news before we get depressing? Um, oh, there, I mean, there was a, we posted about it. There was a really, really fun Panera commercial with Corey and Topanga in it. Yes. That was so fun. First of all, I love Panera. I love that broccoli cheddar soup. I'll eat it every day of the week. I love Corey and Topanga. What else? What else could we want? And we did post a reel on the day of the Super Bowl from that episode of Women's World where Topanga's like soup or bowl, and Corey's trying to guess what she's showing him. Yes. And then Panera has soup. I mean. I mean, if, <laughs> if one and one equals two, I don't know what I else don't know to what say. else to say. <laughs> what that was? I'm trying to think. Oh, they're all they're, um Oh, sister sisters on Hulu. Is it still on Netflix? Do they, are they, is it on both now? It might be on both now. But Jackie Harry had posted that it's available on Hulu. She wrote a really, really nice post. She said, it's a thrill that this show continues to remain popular and loved by audiences even after all these years. It was such a joy to be a part of such a special show where we really felt like a family and considered each other the same. Aww. So wonderful to see generations loving it. Who knew? Of course, she was Lisa. The um, uh, Jack A. Tia's mom. Yeah, Tia's mom, Tamara, of course, Ray. Good old I Ray. It. And I Tia and Tamara a- commented on it. Tia said, love you too. And Tamara put a bunch of flames. Oh, like, like higher. Hot, higher. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> okay. You guys all know we've talked about this since 
our second episode, How Much I Love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, David loves it. This morning, I opened up Instagram, and if you guys watch Buffy, you know Charisma Carpenter. She played Cordelia in Buffy, and then she went over to the spinoff Angel. She has a very long post about Joss Whedon, who created it. He did The Avengers. He wrote Toy Story. Basically saying, she said, for nearly two decades, I've held my tongue and even made excuses for certain events that traumatize me to this day. She says that Joss abused his power on numerous occasions while working together on the sets of Buffy and Angel. Oh, no. He found his misconduct amusing. It only served to intensify my performance anxiety, disempower me, and alienate me from my peers. Um, And she says that last summer when Ray Fisher accused Joss of abusive and unprofessional behavior towards the cast and crew during the reshoots of the Justice League movie, it gutted her. So she's coming out right now saying that he was mistreating her for how long? She, well, whenever she's saying like she held this in for two decades back oh, from that whenever was what she I, was on. Okay. Um, like his ongoing passive aggressive threats to fire me, which wreaks havoc on a young actor's self-esteem and calling me fat to colleagues when I was four months pregnant, weighing 126 pounds. Uh, he was mean and biting, played favorites, pitting people against one another to compete for his attention and approval. He called me in for a sit-down meeting to interrogate and berate me regarding a rosary tattoo. I got to help me feel more spiritual. Uh, He intentionally refused calls from my agents, making it impossible to to connect with him to tell everyone the news that I was pregnant. Once he knew the situation, he requested a meeting with me. In that closed-door meeting, he asked if I was going to keep it and manipulatively weaponized my womanhood and faith against me. Uh, at six months pregnant, I was asked to report to work at 1 a.m. after my doctor recommended shortening my work hours due to the demanding days and emotional stress. I began to experience Braxton Hicks. Oh my gosh. And then there's a whole other page. If you go, her Instagram is Charisma, K-A-R-A-Z-M-A, if you want to read the whole thing. Well, we did also just see, so Michelle Trachtenberg posted something, but she actually shared it. This was a post that Sarah Michelle Geller made. And she said, while I am proud to have my name associated with Buffy Summers, I don't want to be forever associated with Joss Sweden. I am more focused on raising my family and surviving a pandemic currently, so I will not be making any further statements at this time, but I stand with all the survivors of abuse and am proud for them for speaking out. Wow. I hadn't seen that Sarah had posted that yet. She posted that two hours ago from when we are recording this, and then Michelle Trachtenberg just copied the same thing and posted it. And on her caption, she said, thank you at Sarah Michelle Geller for saying this. I am brave enough now as a 35-year-old woman to repost this because this must be known as a teenager with his not appropriate behavior. Wow. I mean, that's horrible. It's just horrible, you know? And this Ugh. stuff always comes out so many years later. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And that just, I, I mean, that's ho- so horrible that that happened. I, I wonder, it always does make you wonder Did anybody else in the cast ever notice or experience anything off with him? I'm curious how many more people will step up now that Sarah Michelle Gellar has. Yeah. She, it looks like she disabled the comments on that post. Yeah. That she put up two hours ago. I wonder, oh, okay. She made the same post on her Instagram story. I'm not making any further statements. So that's probably all that she's going to say. Yeah. 
I don't want because it could be a, a situation where like I could see you know nothing happening to her because she's the star, but then oh yeah, well I don't know. I fully think that anyone that's ever been you know it they should be able to speak out and and say what happened if they're comfortable to do that. Yeah, and everyone should just respect them and support them because none of us can imagine what the heck that's that's that they went through. That's absolutely yeah. horrible. But I mean, I'm glad to see that Sarah Michelle Geller and Michelle Trachtenberg and may, I'm sure other people are speaking out in support as well because same. The, and I saw the like, industry has crazy stuff going on. Emma Caulfield like put a bunch of hearts under Charisma's post. So I'm, yeah. Oh gosh, that is horrible. And you just hate for so many reasons. You hate to hear it. You hate, yeah. Like you hate, so many people you hate love that, that any, show. So many people love the show. You hate that anyone had to experience that. Mm-hmm. And then it but completely- I, I like her statement where she said that she, what she say about like, she's proud to have the name Buffy Summers, but won't associate with him. Like, yeah. Cause that's kind of like the Harry Potter thing, how they all, the whole cast came out saying how proud they were of Harry Potter. Not that they have to associate themselves with JK Rowling. Exactly. It's, it's after, that's a great comparison. Cause even after all of that happened, people were saying, they, you know, we still like the movies, we still like the books, and we'll watch and read them, but it doesn't mean we have to, people have to agree or support this other side of J.K. Rowling that kind yeah, of exactly. came out of nowhere. Oh my gosh. Well, well, there's probably horrible. not going to be a Buffy reunion anytime soon. Yeah, I'm going to definitely say that probably won't happen. I wonder, has Joss said anything? I wonder if there's been any... You know him or his team probably working on... I know. Nothing. The last, oh, he, no, I don't think he even has Instagram. This kind of stuff just seems to be a bit of a ticking time bomb for anyone because this is the, we're in the day and age, thank God, where people are speaking up and they're saying this happened to me, even if it was, you know, 20 years ago, however long ago it was. And I'm sure there are people that are sitting there knowing they mistreated someone and who knows if someone's for, yeah. yeah, who knows if he, someone's gonna have the courage. He has not tweeted anything since November. Okay. Well, that was weird because literally the Michelle Trachtenberg and um Sarah Michelle Geller thing just happened. <laughs> they just shared that. So it is great. It's also like the Leah Michelle thing with Glee. It just took one person to tell their story to get all these other people then to come out. I know because it's I mean, this was, it was probably a lot of years ago, so it might not be obviously fresh in people's minds, Yeah. but you know, even in the comments on Michelle Trachtenberg's, one of the top ones is that, you know, someone said I'm rewatching Buffy and while it's hard not to watch it with a bitter taste in my mouth, I refuse to associate his name with it. So people are still able to kind of separate it and realize all these other people that work so hard on this show because yeah, he didn't like he created it like there were different writers like yeah yeah oh my gosh um do we want to do birthdays and then talk about britney yeah we can do some birthdays and then we can talk about brit okay first up on the b day the b day list well wait let's start with david hopping oh my, oh my god. god who is he you you don't know of him no. He's one of the biggest stars. From the 90s? From the 90s. <laughs> wow. He was born in 92. I heard he played a munchkin when he was five in a, in in a, a small, small play. play. He did. In that small play, he played the munchkin. He's also 
a star of one of my favorite podcasts as well. I'm a huge fan of oh, his. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look him yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Look him up. Hopefully I'll, I'll write, I'll write to him. Maybe he'll respond and send us like a signed autograph or something. Oh my God. A headshot. <laughs> um, but also other people that celebrated birthdays this past week, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton and I have the same birthday. Is it the same day? Me, Ashton, and Garth Brooks. Oh my God, what a trio. <laughs> you and Ashton. And, well, we'll throw Garth in there too. Happy <laughs> birthday, Garth. <laughs> you, are you trying to tell me you did not have Garth on? No, because I try to. I, I like to try to get through the whole week to make sure I don't get like five in one day. Sure. You know? Sure. But Garth, you're important to us too. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Next, we have Chris Rock. I love but, Chris Rock. I do too. He's hilarious. I, I also always forget, because it's animated, that he was in Madagascar. Oh, he was. He's Marty, isn't it? I think I haven't. I've, the lion? I, no, he's not the lion. That's the main guy. I've only seen that movie maybe once or twice. <gasps> oh, I love it. It's so funny. I love Madagascar. Next, we have Michael B. Jordan. Uh, cannot oh. wait for Space Jam 2. I am so excited. I love Michael B. Jordan. I loved him in um, Black Panther. I didn't even realize he was in oh, that until right. I was watching. He was, of course, in Creed. Oh, I've also seen, um, not long ago, Tim and I watched Parenthood. So we were kind of late to the game on Parenthood. Hey, that's on my list. That I, I do want to watch oh, that. Oh, you will love it. It's so good. And he has a recurring role in that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Next on the list, oh, one of the best. Joe Pesci. What are you laughing at? I don't know why. I just wasn't expecting you to say Joe Pesci. <laughs> oh, I love Joe Pesci. He's in Home Alone. Yeah, he is. Home Alone 1 and 2. What was I just what was I just watching that he was in? Was it Home Alone? No, but it... Was it Home Alone 2? No, but I did. I watched... This Christmas season, I watched Home Alone 2 so many times. Well, especially now that it was on Disney+. Plus, It, it was just oh, right there. Yeah. You could just click it. I just kept putting it on for background noise. Yeah, that's a good one. And last on our birthday list for this week, Miss Emma Roberts. Oh, Emma. Wrong one. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Watson. <laughs> Emma Roberts. <laughs> we we love, love to throw on the accent. Oh, remember her show on Nickelodeon? She just had a baby, didn't she? I think so. I think she had a baby recently. Oh, congratulations, Emma. Congrats. We'll be sending our baby gift soon. And of course, you know, we're always free to babysit. Whenever we're not babysitting baby banks, we will be free to babysit Ugh, your baby. We're not going to be that free, Emma, because Hillary's having another baby. So we have having baby another baby. We're booked. Baby, baby Duff. Baby Duff, Baby Banks and Duff and baby and your baby. That would be a fun name for her, like since she probably took her husband's last name to just name this baby Duff. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Emma, this is about you. Not oh, <laughs> sorry, Emma. We love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Happy everybody. Happy birthday to you. Including you, Dave. Happy birthday. Uh, Thank you, Grace. You're very welcome. I never know how to get out of the accent. Okay. And just three, two, one, take a deep breath. (sighs) And it's gone. And we're back. We're back. We're back. It's that easy. It's that easy. So we had posted on our Instagram this past week and mentioned that we were going to talk about this in our episode this week. So there's a huge... Is it a movement? There's a huge... I would say it started as a movement. I would say it is still a movement. Yeah. Is it? I I don't know. Sometimes the word movement, I never really know how to use it. No, because I would say a movement is like 
the Black Lives Matter. Like right. it's going to affect the entire, a whole community, the entire world. I would say this is, I don't, what is the right word? There's the raising awareness of. Yes. Well, oh no, because I just found a post here that someone said, join the, fr- the hashtag free Britney movement. Then it's a movement. Then it's a movement. Thank, why didn't I see this sooner? <laughs> um, but yeah, so there is the hashtag free Britney is all over the place right now. Of course, there was just the Framing Britney Spears um, documentary that came out. Um, I, did we talk about it in last week's episode, her most recent video? Or not most recent, but that one video where it looks where like she's, she's- talking, yeah. Where she's reading yeah, off we of talked like about cue that. cards. Okay, that one was very alarming. Um, and of course, if anybody follows Britney Spears, you have seen for a while now- there's just a lot going on there. Um, mm-hmm. And it definitely seems that she has no control over anything that's going on. And is it the, what's the, it's conserva- conservatorship? Conservatorship, yeah. Conservatorship. That's what people are kind of trying to fight for with her right now because she does not, she doesn't have access or like, um, what's the word? Any kind of freedom. Thank you. But she also doesn't have control over the things in her life, right? Wasn't it ruled by the judge that she can't handle anything, anything, which is also another big issue because it just seems that her mental state does not, is not doing well. Yeah. And did you, have you watched the documentary yet? I have not finished it. Okay. Because I started it the other day and then I had to leave to go to work and I've been, I just don't know that it's Tim's thing. (laughs) So at night, I haven't turned it on. Um, I love that really the main interview of it is her old assistant, Felicia. Oh my gosh, I know. seems very normal and with it. Like it doesn't seem like it's a money grab for her. Right. Oh no, I wouldn't think so. So here it says that that Britney's, I don't know why that word, conservatorship, conservatorship. (laughs) Conservatorship. Um, It dates back to 2008. Because it was right after her all the things that happened in 2007 where she shaved her head and everything. And I feel like she's gotten worse since then. Well, the weird thing is if you've watched this documentary, they, it pretty much starts like when she was like five going through the Mickey Mm -hmm. Mouse club to her rise in stardom to the drama in 2007 to now. And it just seems the number one thing that seems off is that if her dad has total control of her, like her work-related decisions. Why, like a year after all that stuff, then he's making her, having her make a new album, go on a world tour, do a documentary. I mean, it, it's so, oh God, I don't even, I do not, I'm not comparing. It reminds me of when I watched Amy, which is Amy Winehouse's documentary. And so much was her dad just kind of pushing her to put out more music and do more things. And after watching it, so many people were saying her dad was a big part of her downfall. I mean, at this one part, she had retreated to an island to literally get away from all of this toxic energy and all, just the toxic environment she was in. And her dad followed her there, brought a camera Uh. crew, like brought a camera crew. And she literally says, and she was like, I don't want to do, that's why I'm here. I'm here to get away from the media. And you brought people here to film me. Like she clearly was trying to take a break. Yeah. So, well, here it says the word I just can't really get around to saying 
conservatorship. <laughs> um, it's where a judge appoints an individual or organization to care for another adult who is deemed unfit to care for themselves or to manage their own finances. And for Brittany's case, Brittany is considered the conservatee and her father, Jamie, is the conservator. So yeah, he is in charge of everything. I mean, it's just crazy that she just is not doing well. I feel like at that point, you need to reassess what's going on. I mean- they are headed back to court. Yeah. And she which, she did tweet and post on Instagram yesterday. It was a video of her performing from New Year's Rock and Eve three years ago. And she said, can't believe this performance of Toxic is from three years ago. I'll always love being on stage, but I'm taking the time to learn and be a normal person. I simply and I love simply enjoying the basics of everyday life. Each person has their story and their take on other people's stories. We all have so many different, bright, beautiful lives. Remember, no matter what we think we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. Mm. I feel like she's in there. She's in there and she's just trying to find her way out. And there's probably, I have to imagine there's a lot of people around her that are just keeping her where she is because they're benefiting from it. They're benefiting from the money that she makes. This documentary also does a really good job at showing how much our society's changed since 2003, that interview that, I don't know if you got to the part with the interview with Diane Sawyer. I don't think so. Like during, I, you know, 2003, we were only 11. So I guess I didn't realize how actually big of a deal the whole Britney Justin breakup was. They had, they had an interview of Justin Timberlake going on a radio show and they ask if, she, if he got in Britney's pants and he says yes. <gasps> and then Britney's on a thing basically where Diane Sawyer was just like, you did something so bad that hurt him so much. What did you do? And then asking her about like the number of people she slept with. So now people are coming after Diane Sawyer and Justin Timberlake being like, you should apologize for the way you treated her back then. I mean, it is very telling. Because, yeah, that would not fly today. If anything, there's a whole other movement going on. I mean, the Me Too movement was huge. It's still, of course, going on. And it's all to encourage people to speak up if they're comfortable doing so and to stop this behavior from happening. Yeah. But absolutely, that is insane. I was, I was reading something about that and just the kind of questions that reporters would ask her. Oh, people were awful. They had asked her, yeah, so many personal questions that had nothing to do with music. Yeah. And then it's really just a shame that her own father doesn't seem to have her best interest in mind. Well, and then her boyfriend posted on Instagram yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw, I saw a, like a paparazzi video of him as well, where he basically just said that he f- feels exactly what he said in his post. He said, now it's important for people to understand that I have zero respect for someone trying to control our relationship and constantly throwing obstacles our way. In my opinion, Jamie is a total dick. I won't be going into details because I've always respected our privacy, but at the same time, I didn't come to this country to not be able to express my opinion and freedom. Preach. I mean, that's right. The only person who's actually coming, who has actually said anything, I guess like in the dad's defense is Kevin Federline. Really? I didn't know that. It was on, again, I always preface anything from TMZ with, this is from TMZ, so, you know. Take it however you want. Kevin Federline's attorney tells TMZ Kevin would obviously be concerned if there is something going on between Brittany and Jamie that could harm their sons, Jaden and Sean. But Kevin does not feel the conservatorship is negatively impacting his children. Oh my God, yeah. This is going to sound bad. I always forget that she has kids because they're just never seen around her. Yeah. 
It says, we're told Kevin does not want to get caught up in any internal family conflicts. And remember, Jamie, Brittany's dad, has not seen the boys since 2019 when he allegedly broke down a door and put his hands on Sean. Okay. <laughs> okay. And if, it says, if you'll remember, Jaden also called his grandfather a dick last year, but we're told despite all the past drama, 15-year-old Sean and 14-year-old Jaden are doing well and Kevin's enjoying watching them grow. Well, that's, that's good. Uh, my ongoing question is, where the heck is her mother? That's, it's, they talk about her in the documentary that in one of the court things, she showed up wanting to get, uh, wanting to be in charge of the conservatorship and got denied. This is so frustrating. Like, really? It is so <sighs> ma- annoying. Also, it like showed, it's just crazy how the paparazzi followed her back in 2008. But it showed oh, yeah. of her going to the Beverly Hills Hotel she met with this guy he's like giving a whole interview in this and he says that she told him basically that she would be okay with the conservatorship but she did not want it to be her dad back in 2008 it's now 2021 and she's still trying to get her dad taken off i really i mean this court case is coming up isn't it like tomorrow why did the 11 stand out in my mind because I remember the Free Britney movement, people that are following it. There is a website, I think, that's like freebritney.something. And they were saying at that time, everybody's going to either go online together. Let me see. And, you know, obviously none of us know her. We all just grew up huge fans of her. And if she came out with a statement, like not even a statement, but a video that made her seem with it and said, like, you know, everyone was blowing this out of proportion. She's okay. But she hasn't done that. No. And for her to be with it enough to say that she refuses to perform until her dad is not her conservator, like, she's, she knows what's happening. She knows what's happening. It's, I mean, just looking back at all the old photos of her, it's wild. She, it's just very concerning. It's also very um, telling, too, kind of the same thing of how, how we've all evolved, like, as a, as a society, how everyone treated her in 2007, basically making fun of her versus now how much more accepting people are of anyone with mental health issues. Oh, I, that's a, that is a positive thing to all of this, that things like mental health are talked about so much more than years ago when Britney was really in her prime. I mean, you have to think about that too. She was going through all of this. The spotlight was so on her and clearly all of this was happening and no one was like, do you think that's healthy? Like, do you think she needs to talk to someone? It probably was just like, no, let's just get her to make more money, more money, more money. Yeah. I just want to know who the people are on her team right now. Like, well, and that's the weird thing because I remember growing up watching her videos and everything. And she always had Felicia with her, the, the assistant. And in her interview, Felicia says that after 2008, she was never hired by the Britney camp anymore. It was only like the touring agency. And then she was basically demoted to just give VIP tours of the stage. That's insane. That is insane. So I'm on, there is, there's a website called freebritney.net. And it kind of just explains what we were talking about, why it's created and everything for free Britney. Wow. They have a whole timeline kind of, Back to 2008, when it all began. The most recent news they have is of the documentary. I just am so interested to see what's going to happen after she goes back to court. 
Yeah. Because I mean, there's not that they can do anything, but like celebrities have gotten involved and have put the like free Britney hashtag and everyone just knows something has to be done for all of this. The thing is like people, like celebrities were involved before, like Cher had tweeted out a couple times about it. And Cher Cher did? Cher did. She like said that she just wanted to give her a hug and then basically talked about how she knew her schedule in Vegas and was like, if someone is this incapable of living, like they wouldn't be able to do this schedule that she's on. That's what I I read. Some it maybe was exactly that. And it was like, she clearly can handle this world tour that she was on at a time, all these other events. And yet she has no way of handling anything. Like if she can handle that, she can probably have her life back. Yeah. Like right now her life is just in other people's hands and she's not a child. Like I just think 39. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. You can, some might say by watching her on Instagram, she doesn't seem well, but that's what everybody's also fighting for is like, she needs help. And I don't think it doesn't seem like anybody is doing anything to help her, you know? And like that, that one video where you can clearly tell she is reading off of like a prompter. Mm -hmm. It's And she just seems like so nervous on any kind of video. Yeah. Like she's been coached on what to say. Mm Mm-hmm. And after all these years, she's probably just used to saying what people tell her to say. At the end of the documentary, Felicia says that she knows one day Brittany will get the chance to sit down and tell the world what happened and that she can't wait for that day. Oh, I I can't wait for that day. Oh Uh, my gosh. That is such, that's such a great thing that she said that because I just hope, I mean, Lord help us if after this court case, I, how in the world can anybody be like, you know what? She seems to be doing good the way she is. Like things seem to be fine like, the way they are. I just can't imagine being her family watching, like not even like people just who know her personally, then probably who can't get in contact with her only being able to watch things like the rest of us. Right. That's why I know Jamie Lynn had spoken out, but like I just what where is her mom? But I'm sure her mom, like you said, tried, tried to, you know, get her hands on this and and help Brittany and handle all of this. It's just, I don't understand. I can't ever understand how it's it's her father. Like that is her father. Yeah. It says like he wasn't really involved in her life up until this point. So that's sketchy just alone. Yeah. But I guess at this point, everyone's just going to have to wait and see what happens. I mean, every a lot of people are supporting by, you know, hashtagging free Britney. But the fact that this is such, it's a legal battle. I mean, there, n- none of us can do anything. It's going to come down to what happens with the court case. Yeah. And again, it is one of those things where it's like, what part is it our right to like get so invested just like as the world? Yeah. Oh, that's what well, this I mean, family thing. Yeah, I know. But they did I, put it all out publicly. Oh my God. Yeah. And her Instagram is just, it's like, she, you just want to hug her. You just feel like there's so much going on there. I also just saw this, I guess, Glamour Magazine issued an apology to Britney Spears on Instagram. They said, and this is a quote, we are all to blame for what happened to Britney Spears. We may not have ca- have caused her downfall, but we funded it and we can try to make up for that. So I think, wow, oh gosh, I mean, there's a glamor magazine cover from April of 2003. It has Brittany on the cover. 
and there's just like the one of the biggest words that jumps out is sex. You know, it's just yeah. like clearly a lot of people are saying other magazines need to follow suit. Um, we all need to make this movement worth it. It's so sad to um, that it takes years to know the truth. Everyone just, of course, like went after it for money too. And here's a list of 25 celebrities who have all said something about this since the documentary came out. Sarah Jessica Parker just put the hashtag free Britney. Charlie Puth said Britney's music was my first exposure to pop. Her impact is profound and it always baffled me as to why people are so brutal to her when she was down. It's great that the world is more sensitive to mental health now, but upsetting it took this long in Britney's case. Sharon Stone came out. Oh, Cher, Cher's back again. Cher. Oh, wait, no, sorry. This is an old tweet. This was August 26th. And this is whenever Jamie Lynn became control of Britney's assets. Cher wrote, she worked hard, was the golden goose, made lots of money, got sick. Now she's the cash cow. Does anyone who's making money off her being sick want her well? Someone who doesn't want anything from her should look into her doctor and her meds, dot, dot, dot. Is it a duck? Hmm. I don't know the duck. No. Um, Tanache had put up Free Britney and then deleted it. Mm. Uh, Bette, Midler, Bette Midler even came in with it. Andy Cohen, Christina Milan, Valerie Bertinelli. I mean, I think a lot of people, especially from where they're coming from that work in the entertainment industry, just see that this is so, there's so many red flags here. Casey Musgraves, Haley from Paramore. Yeah, it, like, yeah. I also saw that the judge has approved for Britney's mother's request for a lawyer to attend this Thursday's hearing. Wow. Okay. okay. This Thursday. Okay. This Thursday. So That's it's tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. yeah. I, I thought I read the 11th. Yeah. Ooh. I know. I don't know. And it is, I feel like this is different too, because it's a very reputable source. It's the New York times that put this documentary together. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's, these people worked with her, mm-hmm. you know, they were right there. A lot of people saying they want Kim Kardashian to be the lawyer to help Britney. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, again, we, this will, the court case is going to happen the day this episode comes out. Yeah. So we'll we try to share have to report. Yeah. We'll try to see what happens and maybe in our intro, cause we do have a guest on next week, but maybe in our intro, we can discuss a little bit about it. Yeah. Oh God. I'm just so hopeful it goes well. I mean, this is crazy. It's so crazy. She needs to be completely freed of all those, all these people in her life right now. I, of course, none of us know them personally, but they're not doing a good job. No, and even like, you know, we don't know her mental health state at all, but if she does need to have people in charge of her, let's get some people who actually care. Yeah. And we did mention that we posted on our Instagram with just the picture of the Framing Britney Spears, um, like poster that the New York Times presents. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just said we've both been Britney fans for as long as we can remember. This documentary is so eye-opening and heartbreaking. Who else has watched or is going to watch if you haven't? Um, and let us know some of your thoughts in the comments below. I feel like a lot of people are just kind of on the same page, like Pass Foot Forward, our friend Allison. She said they did such a great job researching and presenting this with sensitivity. I think Britney's letter at the very end says a lot and that Her fans just want her to be herself in a way that is both safest and most freeing for her. Um, For some people saying they can't wait to watch if they haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just wild. So I, I feel like most people just 
want her to be free. Yeah. <laughs> to be freed of all of this. Well, if if stuff is announced tomorrow, we'll try to share it on our Instagram story. Yeah. And that's like uh, that's we're we're praying, this, we're hoping. We're yeah. <laughs> Again, know. we know this wasn't the happiest episode. But well, if I mean, you do if you do topic. have if you do have thoughts on this, our post is still up. If we get a bunch, we'll read them next week too or the week after. But yes. go to our Instagram. It's at BTTB podcast. You'll see the picture of Brittany and you can leave your thoughts. Yes. Let us know. And we're rooting for you, Brittany. We love you. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway, you can, of course, follow us on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can just go to our website. It's bttbpodcast.com. It's a one-stop shop. Everything is there. Follow us on the TikTok. Follow us. Oh, I mean, pretty much anywhere that you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, all the things. And we'll be back next week, you know? Well, we're always going to be here. We're always going to be here. And we hope that you're still going to be here. Hashtag free Britney. I feel like we need to say it ourselves. Hashtag Hashtag free Britney. Britney. (laughs) And uh, tune in next week where we are going to keep taking you. Back to the best. Free Britney. Free Britney. And goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. That I made like my bye. Bye. Free Britney. Free Britney. (laughs) Okay, we got to go. Bye.